boys got something to say to me? Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Broadcasting live from Winterfell Studios in Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy. And yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What up, Kill Crew? That's right, it's the 503 Killcast. All killer, no filler, eight days a week. Episode 3, Season 2. It's week 2. Week 2 of the fantasy season, and John Bryant, we finally, we finally have some results to talk about. Thank the Lord. Uh, that was a lot of guesswork uh, week <laughs> 1, but you know what? For all that guesswork... We were six out of six for our fantasy predictions. That's right, we were. We picked, we, we nailed them all. We got them all, yeah. Uh, Kill Crew, you should listen to us. We but, know what we're talking about. Yeah, eventually we're going to have to try to pick, um, you know, not the same uh, pick every time. But Hey, but when you're right, you're right. That's true. It was, it was just so obvious last week. Uh, but, you know, we got bailed out by someone. We got bailed out by Tyler Bridge. With a magnificent comeback victory Monday Holy night. Holy shit. <laughs> Antonio Brown putting up like 32 points. And then Navarro Bowman putting on a clinic with that interception and those tackles. I could not believe that. I thought Mikey was a lock. And oh, then Mikey Navarro did too. Bowman just, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Tyler, man, you really you really saved our bacon in that one. We would have been five for six, and that's just pathetic. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Tyler and Mikey. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, what a game. Uh, and speaking of last week, Carter with the highest score. Did not see that one coming. Nope, didn't. But uh, D'Angelo Williams. Carter rented that Ferrari and he's going to or leased it. Yeah, he's yep, going to ride it for three weeks. Three more weeks. Yep. Well, two more weeks, really. Yep. Yeah, Carter, enjoy that production while it lasts because it's not sustainable. And then Brown and the Roto World Fantasy app. Uh, getting the <laughs> lowest score. You would have thought Roto World Fantasy app would do a little bit better, but I guess... Not so much. Yeah, didn't get your money's worth out of it. Uh, Matt Brown, you should write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> and actually, speaking of Matt Brown, I hear, John Bryant, you got a little bit of a bone to pick with Yeah, him. you know, Matt Brown, I've been trying to reach out to you and make a, you know, t- I-, I understand if you don't want to make a trade, you know, if you don't like it, but you could respond to me. I mean, I get it if I send you a trade proposal and you don't send anything back. Okay, whatever. John Bryant, are you getting ghosted? Then I send him another trade proposal. Even better one, I think. Nothing. Then I send him a text message. Now, Matt Brandon and I have been friends for a long time. You'd think... Well, you think you're friends. I thought we were friends. I sent him a text message to say, Hey, man, just wondering if you're interested in tight end upgrade or all. And uh, Fucking nothing. Mm. Matt Brandon is fucking rotowire last place having ass. <laughs> thinks he's too good to respond to me. <laughs> God damn it, Matt Brown. I'm coming for you this year. Week nine. Week nine, man, Brown, watch out. And you know what, Matt Brown? Watch it week two because I'm coming at you hard. We'll get into that. John Bryant, pains me to say so, but we've also got to follow up on the burrito bet. Yeah, you know, Lynn Thunder, um, do you remember exactly what you said about the Indianapolis Colts offense and their use of tight ends? I said said some not-so-great things about the tight ends. 
But I gotta say that Indianapolis has never really used a scheme that favors the tight end. Those were your exact words. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> you want to one more time? But I gotta say that Indianapolis has never really used a scheme that favors the tight end. You wanna you wanna take something back? You wanna you wanna maybe apologize to Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts and their use of tight end? No, fuck the Amish beard having <laughs> Andrew Luck. Fuck Indianapolis for beating the Bears in the Super Bowl ten years ago. And you know what? Just fuck the entire state of Indiana in general. I'm doubling down, so John the, Bryan. The burrito bet was Dwayne Allen. Um, I thought he would have more than eleven and a half points. Twelve and a half, but doesn't matter. Twelve and a half, whatever. Um I was right. You were wrong. And then also, Jack Jack Doyle, I believe his name is, a fucking nobody tight end catches two touchdowns. Yeah, you know what? Andrew Luck threw three touchdowns to his tight ends. As long as I'm throwing out fuck yous. Uh, fuck you, Detroit defense, for not covering anyone, apparently. Jesus but Christ. I say that Indianapolis <laughs> has never really used a scheme that favors the tight end. Three touchdowns. I don't like the soundboard, John Bryant. I because- don't like it. <laughs> Lynn Thunder, now I'm going to oppose the punishment on you for losing this burrito bet. I know this what? is unusual, but I'm going to oppose it. For this week and this this week only, you are banned from any tight end talk or predictions or analyses. Banned. And if you try to, you will hear this. But I got to say that Indianapolis <laughs> has never really used a scheme that favors the tight end. So just, and fuck you too, Jim Brad. All right, good. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. You should pick up Jack Doyle, by the way. He's pretty good. You Fuck know? you. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes me uh, 2-0 this year on Burrito Bets, by the way. And you know, by the way, I looked into last year's final Burrito Bet record. It was only 6-4. and four, All right? It wasn't terrible. It wasn't 8-3 and three, like you were saying. Whatever. I still can I don't think you ever paid me up on those burritos. I totally did. You were just... Kind of, no. We were both that, kind of messed no, up. No. No. That didn't Totally happen. did. No. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, some happenstances of note from the games last Sunday, week one. Uh, AJ Green on Revis Island putting up 36 points. Sounds to me like Revis Island, especially after watching that game last night where he got burned for a long touchdown, seems to me like Revis Island has an airport on it now. Yeah, I think Revis has probably lost a step, but he's still probably you know a top 20 uh corner in the nfl you know that todd bulls the head coach of the new york jets he was the defensive coordinator of the seahawks when they won the super bowl he's a smart guy i think he might start looking at putting revis in the slot where he's not gonna run the risk of being burned and can still run the routes with you know with the wide receiver right in their hip pocket which is he can still do at a high level yeah you know last night that goldwin guy you know he placed like he was almost uh, at rio this year as a sprinter Oh yeah, Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin, yeah, yeah. he uh, he was like seventh in the American team. Yeah, you could tell that he's Darrell Reeves was not expecting that. No, he was not, <laughs> and he 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 pretty much shut him down for the rest of the game. Yeah, he's still he a fantastic quarterback. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I that wouldn't kid would have cons- ran past any yeah. uh, linebacker in the NFL. But you know, if you've got a, if you got a top tier wide receiver, if you got Antonio Brown, if you got Julio Jones, uh, someone of that caliber, don't be afraid to play him against Revis. No, not at all. Don't. Yeah. Or the Jets in general, I guess. Yeah. Uh, other other happenstances of note. Uh, Tevin Coleman out-touched Javonta Freeman. You know, the Falcons were talking about this all offseason. They were saying they were going to work Tevin Coleman into the game a lot more. They were going to dial back Devonta Freeman. And, you know, it wasn't smoke and mirrors. They followed through with that. Who's got Kevin Coleman in our league? Tevin, Tevin Coleman? Coleman. Uh, he's on someone's bench. I don't know who's got him. But it, good pickup. 
whoever yeah, it is. Might be. Yeah, it, might I be. mean, I mean, Freeman could bounce back this week, and Tevin Tolman could just not even be a thing anymore. But well, I mean, it's looking like a pure timeshare right now. So if you, unless until, one of them goes and, down, neither one's gonna be super valuable. It's a timeshare until one of them sets himself apart, which we've seen Freeman do before. That's right. Uh, moving along, Kansas City, huge comeback win over San Diego, largest <laughs> in franchise history. The best part about that game, uh, we got to witness it, witness it with our current champion Shane Canwright. Came over to the Casa de Bryant and watched some Red Zone with me and Thunder, and uh, he was not having a good day. No, he was not at not all. having a good day. <laughs> Rough day for Shane Canwright, but you know what? Champions persevere. They overcome adversity. Uh, that's why the San Diego apparently is not champion. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Shane, you're not perverse persevering this week over John Bryant's team. Oh, and the New York, uh, both Giants and Jets, both of them are sporting some serious looking receiver cores. Yeah, and I'm kind of New York's. Um, wait. Yeah, the New York Giants defense this year has improved a lot, too. Yeah, they looked pretty good in that Dallas game. Yeah. I mean, they shut down Ezekiel Elliott for the most part. Thank you, New York Giants. Yeah, I'm not... Never a... thought I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not afraid of putting up a top-tier player against their defense, but, uh, yeah, something to look, look at in the future. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm playing Mark Ingram this week against New York D with a little bit of hesitation. My my hope, well, we'll talk with it when we do the uh, predictions. But got you know, a whole show to go. Yeah, the Giants, I mean, clearly they've got Odell. But, you know, it seems like Eli is relying on, with success, on Sterling Shepard, the rookie who is making his present felt. Uh, and Victor Cruz seems like he's back. He is back, and uh, I'm calling it right now. He's getting a touchdown tomorrow night. He's uh, back in the home home. I'm thinking uh, everyone's getting touchdowns tomorrow night. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> that D. And then the Jets, uh, you know, Brandon Marshall, clearly indestructible. Uh, Wait, didn't he like have a mental breakdown when Jay Cutler was his quarterback? Well, he had meant several. Uh, he's yeah. had a lot. Okay, so indestructible complete- physically. <laughs> okay, <laughs> physically indestructible. Uh, Eric mentally Decker, only when Jay Cutler's your quarterback. Eric Decker, consistent and <laughs> solid as ever, and Quincy Anunua kind of you know making a name for himself. Oh yeah, Quincy had a decent game. Oh yeah, he had like six receptions for a hundred some odd yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Shane swooped him like real early. Well, Shane needs Shane's a little uh, lacking a wide receiver <laughs> at the moment. So Shane's, Shane's looking for a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh, speaking of teams that suck, boy, did you see that Monday night game with the L.A. Rams? Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, my that God. Was terrible. The Rams looked bad. So uh, so it's been, like, what, 17 years now since an L.A. team has had a touchdown? Oh. In a week? A, quite a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let me just kind of break it down how bad they are. I'm thinking of a particular play that happened midway through the third quarter. All right. Uh Case Keenum and the Rams not getting anything done on offense. And they line up, and they're facing a defensive look that they had seen all night. It was a single high safety stacked box. So that's eight men in the box, single high safety, two cornerbacks. What do they do? They line up power formation, but with trips right. So three receivers to the right. What does that mean? That means there's two cornerbacks on that side of the field having to cover three receivers, and the safety's nowhere near them. All right automatically the ball should be going to that side of the field automatically yep what do they do they fucking run it up the gut with todd Gurley for like zero gain ain't nobody got time for that exactly (laughs) there was zero passing game and you know what that tells me that tells me one of two things one either case keenum is too ridiculously retarded 
to know that you should audible out of that run call play and throw to the trips right. Or two, Jeff Fisher's offense is so rigid and so predictable that they are stuck with whatever gets phoned into the field and the defense can rely upon it. Either way, the Rams are fucking bad. Yeah, Jeff Fisher got a three-year extension the other day. Did you, did you see that? Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, this is the team that L.A. deserves. It really is. It yeah. really is. John Bryant, you can take the Rams out of St. Louis, but you can't take the Rams out of the Rams. Not very much talent on the offense. None. No. Thank you, Ditka. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Speaking of other bad teams, the Bills, after that kind of pretty miserable showing last night uh let's let's not act like they were in the game at, at any point no um they were hanging on by the skin of their teeth the entire game uh they fired their offensive coordinator greg roman which i think is the right move uh you got to do it after a game like that yeah well see, rex is gonna put the blame on somebody oh yeah i mean he his ass is in the hot seat now oh too. yeah i mean that was i was like all right look i'm gonna try to fix this move but he's not gonna fix it I kind of think the Bills are the new Jaguars. You think so? Because you know how like the Jaguars were really bad. always supposed to be good. Well, like, they were just year. kind of a joke for a while. Yeah, I think that's going to be the Bills now. I mean, the, the Jaguars are kind of turning around. Yeah, but the Bills were supposed to turn it around because they were a joke Dude, too. Tyrod Taylor is not a good quarterback. He's mobile, but yeah, you're right. He doesn't have the accuracy. No, it was first read not there. I'm gonna run. First yeah. read not there. I'm gonna run. First read, oh, throw it downfield as far as I can. He got lucky on a couple of passes, and he's got a long ball. He threw out some pretty sick-looking long balls. He does, but, but you know what? He threw out some long balls that weren't good, including one that was picked for an interception. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he's not the answer. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And neither is EJ Manuel. <laughs> Unless you need that one yard. Oh, <laughs> yeah, poor Bills. Um, and then, you know, last thing of note, I don't know if you were watching the New England game against the Cardinals. Pretty good game. But uh, I noticed that like Bill Belichick might have some herpes. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, either he, see that he's got a little spot on his bottom lip? Yeah, probably from kissing Tom goodbye. Probably. <laughs> I mean, John Bryant, do you think it's herpes? I, I don't know what it was, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to, like, badmouth people with herpes, man. It's a real <laughs> it's a problem. You know? I mean, what, like, three and five guys have it. What's the big deal? <laughs> All right, uh, John Bryant, being a lot more considerate and compassionate than I kind of thought you would be about this. Yeah, man. Well, I like Bill Belichick, and I don't think we should make fun of him for whatever oral problems he has. So you're saying we shouldn't, we shouldn't hate people that have herpes? No. It could happen to anyone. Yeah. Okay. Are you using my microphone? Is that my <laughs> microphone over there? Oh, God! <laughs> All right, Lynn Thunder, we've been waiting so long to hear this sound. Are you ready for it? Let's do it. The Fantasy Time Machine. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? The guys that scored big on your bench. I've made a huge mistake. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. Forget it, I quit. Oh, and we're going to start as we always do with the reigning champion, Shane Canwright. Shane, you got a week one loss, but you could have had the win if you had just played Julian Edelman over Michael Floyd. Julian Edelman, 15 points. Michael Floyd, 9. That's got to hurt, Shane. I don't know why you would ever sit Julian Stupid Shane. And why you start Michael Floyd? Larry Fitz is clearly the receiver of that offense. <laughs> I don't know who says otherwise. Uh, Mike Schaefer. Really any IDP on the waiver wire. Uh, you got a half.
half point from JJ Watt. And just as an aside, Mike Schaefer, IDPs are stupid. I think you're the only person in the league who wants them. That's right, Mike. Bad drunk and stupid. That's what you want. That's what you... Mike Schaefer, you got lucky week one. It's, you're going to get lucky most of the weeks because that's just how your life is. You, you get lucky. But you know what? Come week one of the playoffs, it's all going to come crashing down. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> he could be number one going into week one. He's going to lose. Oh, next up. I had CJ Anderson on my point on my bench for 30 points. That's probably his best game he's going to have all season. You know, I'm going to play him the rest of the season, chasing those points, but hey, that's just how it works. Yeah, you know, it could have been a lot different if uh, Booker hadn't fumbled his first carry ever. Yeah. <laughs> they could have been split in time, and C.J. Anderson wouldn't have got that many points. So I, I, I don't totally blame you for not putting him in week one. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, the draft I had and the players I have, I'm always going to have someone on my bench. That's just the nature of the beast. I'm going to have to get used to that. Um, and I'm going to have to really work on not being too lucky. Yeah, dude, don't let it get in your head. Don't get cute. It's, it's going to get tight. It's going to hit that. You're going to get that game day fever. <laughs> I am. I'm going to tinker. I can't help it. All right, Brandon Bubene. Jameis Winston would have gotten you 25 points over Blake Bortles with 16. Also would have gotten you the win. That's, that, that's your job, Boobinet. <laughs> We're glad we didn't go with something racist, because that's what you are. Did you notice on the message board, if you take away the race card from Boobinet, he has to start stealing jokes? Really? Yeah. Started making uh, Eli Manning train, train sectors. That's our joke. That's our thing, you fucking ripper-offer of jokes. Jeez, Boobinet. And, and he's a coward. Tell him he can't make racist jokes and just starts out stealing. Boobinet, you're like... The Carlos Mencia of the league. <laughs> I like that. All right, moving on to Tyler. Tyler, Amir Abdullah would have gotten you 23 points, and I believe John Bryant told you to play him. I did indeed. I like Amir Abdullah this year. I also kind of like Theoretic now. Yeah. Also could have played Matt Ryan for 24 points. I think you overthought this one a little bit, Tyler. You got cute with uh, Dak Prescott. It didn't bite you, but it could have, Tyler. You need yeah. to watch yourself going forward. Watch yourself. Mikey, uh, none. You played a great lineup and you still lost. Get used to it. It's gonna happen. This is a, lot. a fondue party, Mike. <laughs> this is a fondue party, and you showed up with no fondue, Mikey. What a dick. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Matt Brown. It, it, we should say really quick that Mikey did. Well, we'll talk about it there in the yeah. other one. Yeah. Matt Brown, Taze Sharp, fourteen and a half points, or Mike Wallace for nineteen points. They would have gotten you the W. Uh, and Matt Brown. Julius Peppers getting you zero points. I warned you about that. I told you Julius Peppers is an edge rusher. He contains and he gets pressure. He doesn't get tackles. Uh, he's not going to get very many sacks. He's damn sure not going to get you any interceptions. Um, you know, he's he's not someone who's going to be a reliable IDP week in, week out. Yep. So thank you for playing him this week against me. <laughs> Uri. Melvin Ooh. Gordon, dude. I can't believe he didn't play Melvin Gordon. I would have played over two tight ends. Yeah, he went he went with the two tight ends and it failed. Yeah, it did. Who do you think you are? Uri, Bill Belichick? <laughs> I mean, Uri, do you have herpes too? Is that is that what's going on here? Hey dude. Three and five guys do. Uri, geez. Well, so who's the third guy in our league that could has... be four? In our league it's probably four or five. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> All right. Carter. 
Danny Woodhead, 23 points. You might have had a good game if you had done that. Might have put up some respectable points, but you didn't, and you look stupid. Yeah, like a moron. Yep. Brennan. All right, I specifically told you, Brennan. Will Fuller, 21 points. I told you, Will Fuller's got some high upside on your bench. He's a fast, speedy guy. Um, I told you so. I, I told, <laughs> I told you, so. you so. <laughs> I, is this going to be one of those things like Matt Ryan where he just sits on your bench and I'm going to tell you every week to play Will Fuller and you're just not? Is that what's going to go on here, Brendan? I think he's going to play Will Fuller this week. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Diddy, Theo Riddick, 28 points over Duke Johnson for eight points. Uh, John Brennan, I think you told him so. Everyone knew that that uh, Colts-Lions game was going to be big score and you should just play all their guys. And, uh, yeah. and Duke Johnson, I mean, he's not the starting running back there. I mean, he's their third down pass catching back. Isaiah Crowell's the man there. Uh, you know, Isaiah Cro- Crowell's going to get the goal, the goal line looks. He's going to get the red zone looks. Uh, Duke Johnson, he's the third down guy. Here's the thing with Duke Johnson, though. Um, he uh, all of a sudden, Doug Martin started catching balls. Wait, I, that's the right guy, right? Duke Johnson backs up Doug Martin. What the fuck are you talking I don't about, know, man? <laughs> <laughs> you need your whiskey. I do. Oh, man. And last but not least, John Bryant. Um, you could have played James White over Des Bryant for two points. I mean, why would you start James White over Des Bryant? But how are you feeling about Des and Demarius? That's got to be a little worrying. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, luckily, like I said, I've got an explosive team, so I can Dude, make your up. players explode all over the place. They do. <laughs> all over the place. All over the back, the front, the face. <laughs> Anyway, but um, maybe that's how Bill Belichick Des Bryant going forward. Uh, I'm really not that nervous about Des. Demarius is a different story. Yeah, he's supposed to be a little gimpy now. The hip, hip, the hip thing, I do not like at all. Um, and it's just getting conflicting refor- reports from people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you throw in, all right, it's he's got a hip injury. He uh, he's got a new he's, quarterback. He's in a run heavy offense with a new conservative quarterback. Yeah, uh, Demarius. You let me down, buddy. He's a good blocker, too, and so they might use him for that. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to start him this week. What about Dez? I mean, like I said, I'm not Dez, Dez got robbed. He did get robbed. That was bullshit. He would have had a touchdown. touchdown. But, you know, Dak Prescott even came out and said to the media, like, look, I'm not going to force it to Dez. And then Dez said, yes, you are. <laughs> so, Dez looked him in the fucking eye and was like, yes, you are. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, if I were you, I'd be a little worried. Des hasn't thrown up the X in too long. He's anxious. He wants it. Dude, it's the same thing with Demarius Thomas. Uh, granted, he's not gimpy, but he's got a new rookie quarterback. He's in a conservative, run-heavy offense. I, I I think he's got a lot of the same worrying factors that Demarius does. Not worried about it. He's all healthy. Right. That's all he needs to be. All right. Okay, speaking of health, I think it's time we jump into our injury report. Let's do it. Injury report. Ah! Let's going to start off the bat with Jamal Charles still recovering, probably not going to start on Sunday. Spencer Ware Doubtful. owners, go for it. Yeah, I don't think Jamal Charles is going to come back before their bye. I don't think he's going to come back before they need him to. And yeah. with Spencer Ware, uh, whoo! Boy. Yeah. How's Ooh. that whiskey? <laughs> I thought we uh, remedied the situation, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did mix about three different kinds. So. Uh, there was only a little bit of each, so <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> 
Russell Wilson sprained his ankle pretty bad. Yeah, this one pisses me off because uh, I'm a Doug Baldwin owner, and it's just like, man. He, they're saying that he's going to be fine, that it's not an issue, but I've also heard that he could be limited for a few weeks. He's going to play. He's not going to be as mobile, that's for sure. That's the thing is he's not going to be as mobile. They're so definitely it means he's not going to be able to extend <coughs> plays. Yeah, they're not going to be able to extend plays. They're going to have to rely on their run game a little bit. So I, I'd start Thomas Rawls this week with confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sammy Watkins, uh, Shane's got a foot foot issue, but he didn't look like he had a foot issue to me last night. You know what though? He, it looked like he was a victim of game flow and poor quarterbacking. But he didn't he didn't play the entire game though either. No, he did not. He only saw about like seventy percent of snaps. I don't like Sammy Watkins this year. I'm off of him to- completely. Just yeah. dude, this was a guy that talked about retiring at the end of last year because his foot was in such bad shape. It's true. And now he's back out here trying to run. He's like, my fucking foot hurts. You know, that's a pretty important part of football. It's mm-hmm. right there in the name. Yeah, and he had a bad stinker game. I mean, let's look at him last year. He was real boomer bust last year. Yeah. Uh, I think we're in for more of the same this year. Who's got Brennan's got Sammy Watkins. Yeah. That's right. uh, uh, I think it's time. Bench him for Will Fuller, Brennan. Yeah. Bench him for Will Fuller. Done and done. But he's not going to do that. Uh, Chris Ivory, out with an undisclosed illness. Yeah, this was weird. Yeah, do you think it's herpes? You don't, have, you don't go to the hospital. You don't need to go to the hospital for herpes. <laughs> John Bryant, you know a lot about herpes. <laughs> Actually, well, do you need to go to the hospital for herpes? <laughs> Either way, TJ Yeldon owners, go ahead and start him. He's going to get the touches. Uh, Zach Ertz got a displaced rib. Uh, could miss several weeks. Or could start, not miss any time. I've yeah. heard both. Yeah. Uh, he's day-to-day, it looks like. but playing I think with he's going to miss I think time. he's going to miss some time. Yeah. Displaced ribs sounds pretty horrible. And God damn it, Matt Brown. I'm, try- I'm trying to get some tight ends on your team. Dude, but stop. All right? Wait until after Sunday. I don't think Matt Brown even knows about this whole Zachary situation, though. It's my, my feeling. Well, I don't think Matt Brown knows about anything, but that's yeah. not the question. Does the Roto World app know? And the oh, Roto World app knows. The Roto World. Maybe knows. that's why Matt Brown's not returning your phone calls because he's not in charge of the team. <laughs> it's the Roto World app. You've got to contact Roto World for the trade, John Bryant. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, wait until after this week. Yeah. Um, my bold predi- prediction of uh, almost bold prediction didn't quite put it on the list of RG three having a good season. Nope. Out the window. RG Threesis has died again for Cleveland <laughs> since. Oh, on to IR with a shoulder injury. He's eligible to return week 10, but I don't think he's going to come back. If he comes back, I don't think he's going to play. You're going to see him in a hoodie just like he did last season. Yeah, he's going to be holding the clipboard. Josh McCown is starting, which is good news for Uri, the Gary Barnage owner. Yeah. Because Gary Barnage put up a big old goose egg last week. And I think he's going to perform a little bit better with Josh McCown throwing the football because Josh McCown is the one who threw all those balls to him last year. Mm-hmm. And we saw when Johnny Manziel started that Gary Barnes did not get nearly the same amount of targets, did not get the same amount of attention. Same thing with RG3. If I own Gary Barnage, I'm feeling a lot better with Josh McCown under center. Here's the thing about Gary Barnage. I still think he's suspect even with Josh McCown. Guy's 30 years old. He's been in the league for a long time. He's had one good season. That's true. I think it, and it, I don't know. Yeah, but he's trending in the right direction with with Josh McCown under center. True, yeah. true. Uh, speaking of tight ends, Gronk, highly questionable with a hamstring injury. I've heard he could be out until week four. Yeah, uh, he might just be hanging out with Tommy on Sundays, right? Could be. I mean, we'll see. I 
if I'm Jared, I don't start him with confidence. I don't know. I keep him on my bench until I hear that he's going to start. Yeah, Jared picked up the Raiders tight end this week. Oh, Michael Rivera? Yeah. I was going to suggest either um, Zach, Zach Miller, the Bears tight end, or possibly Vance McDonald. The 49ers. I think end. someone already picked up Vance McDonald. Oh, yeah. It may have been Jared, actually. <laughs> that would be a good pick. Those or, would be the two that I would suggest. Dude, I've got some tight ends on the table. Eric Ebron, you said he was going to be a bad play, but he ended up being a good play. I think you're selling high. Oh, wait, That's are smart. You, I, was, I forgot to tell you you're not allowed to talk about tight ends. Disregard everything that Lynn <laughs> Thunder just said about the tight end position. <laughs> All right. Jared, I've got some tight ends that I'll trade to you. All right. Uh, Delvin Bro. Uh, he is a cornerback on that shitty, shitty New Orleans defense. Uh, he's got a broken fibula. Their best cornerback. Yeah, he's got a broken fibula. He's not playing. So that New Orleans pass defense just got even shittier. Um, Love it. I'm Any player I've got going against him, I don't care who it is, I'm going to start them. Well, you proved that already, already yeah. by starting uh, Sterling, Sterling Shepard over Eric Decker. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, and... Moving on, other defensive injuries of note. Xavier Rhodes and Sheriff Floyd, the two top cornerbacks for the Minnesota defense, both out. Uh, Packers wide receivers, you're probably already starting them, but definitely start them now. Yeah. We don't usually put uh, defensive players on the – must be a thin week of injuries, huh? But that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Thing. I think we also got to give people enough information where they can make – intelligent, informed decisions about their roster. Yeah, well, you know, Jamal Charles, Sammy Watkins, Zachert, Sergi 3, Gronk. I think we get, we pretty much hit them all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know of any others. No. Nope. Um, yeah, nothing else happened in terms of injury. Oh, oh, wait, John Bryant. What? I think we forgot one. What do you mean? Um, I, I'm blanking on it. I, I, I remember it was a, a big one, I think. Um, boy. God, just was it? Um, I want to say it was uh, Keenum. No, 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 that's not his name. Um, Key, no, um, uh, Key, Key, Keenan, Key, Keenan Allen. That's oh. right. Oh, Keenan Allen with the ACL tear. Shaney. Oh, oh man, Shane. poor Shane. Shane, that's a real kick in the balls for you. It really is. It's kicking the balls for so many reasons. You guys, Shane Canwright was sitting on my couch wearing a Keenan Allen jersey when this happened. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, and then he proceeded to hear about it, not only from the two of us, but from the teller at Jimmy John's when we went to go get sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't he get hurt today? <laughs> Shane almost cried. Uh, Shane had a rough Sunday, guys. It was. And he's about to have another one going against the Space Cowboys. That's right. So maybe we should finally talk about week two matchups. Let's do it. Recording live from somewhere. It's time for the official podcast of the 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. 
Alright, John Ryan, week two matchups. Let's start with the top. Dick Buckkiss versus the Fightin' Gil Gundersons. John Bryant, I'm obviously involved. I'm obviously biased. I'm going to pick myself because I think that the Roto World app is going to lose this week. Uh, what's your pick? You know, the, it's it's a hard one this week. You got Aaron Rodgers in prime time. I do, against a Minnesota defense that just lost their top two corners. I'm scared of Aaron Rodgers, not going to lie. Uh, I would be. But you know who he's thrown to? Jordy Nelson. So it's not that bad. <laughs> Heavy legs, Jordy Nelson. Did you hear that? Uh, they're he saying felt like he was he said he said not felt they, like heavy legs. he said he was playing with heavy legs out there he also said that he's not playing with heavy legs anymore and you know what if heavy <laughs> it's sunday and you know what if heavy legs nelson's gonna get me you know a touchdown and 40 yards and three catches i'm okay with that yeah you know i'm i am not sold on carson palmer at your quarterback I, even after his last night. couple games he has not looked right dude Dude, he looked so right Sunday night. No, he didn't. So right. He Did you he see? Got, he got good. Even Chris Collinsworth was saying Carson Palmer looks just like he was last year when he was super good. He doesn't look like the Carson Palmer that sucked ass in the playoffs. I don't know, man. I think he got bailed out a lot by his wide receivers. Two, hey. Twice he should have been intercepted and, his, and Larry Fitzgerald saved his ass. Hey, you know what? It's the first week. Uh, I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to drop him. So I got my notes here that I wrote on Wednesday about this matchup, and it says Lynn needs to Lynn needs to start Eric Decker. His power comes from his big flex plays. So you're saying my power comes from my bottom? Yes, power bottom. Your power bottom. Okay. And also, I don't, but I don't like Kyle Rudolph. Matt Brown starting Kyle Rudolph. Don't like that. I like yeah. Mike Evans a lot this week. Alshon Jeffrey should have a good game. I actually don't like Mike Evans. Oh no, sorry, I, I do like Mike Evans. Although he is going to be shadowed, they say, a little bit by Patrick Peterson. Not all the time. Playing Pat, what's up? But uh, he's going to have one of the best cornerbacks in the league on him. So, uh, you know, I think he'll probably meet somewhere around his projected points of 15. But uh, I, I ain't shook. All right. Uh, Matt and I Bra- ain't shook by Devonta Freeman. Matt Brown's changing it up. I mean, that's what you got to do when you're in last place. He's going to start Tajay Sharp and Mike Wallace. Smart. I like these plays. I like the Mike Wallace play. I, I think do. that's a high ceiling play. Um, I think he's going to get more than his projected eight points. I think he's good for double digits. Oh, yeah. Matt Brown, you still need a tight end real bad. That's your weakness right now. Uh, as Matt Brown, I hope you're not listening to this. I know you never listened to the podcast, so I feel okay saying this, but you got to change out Julius Peppers. He's not going to get you the tackles. He's not going to get you the fantasy points. Yeah, he's not going to get anything. Yeah, so Matt but Brown. the Rotowire app says that should have been there. Yeah, Rotowire app says he's like number one overall. <laughs> Uh, so, um, Lynn, I'm picking you this week. All right. We were talking a little bit before this uh, about some of my questionable, you think, choices. Uh, first one is going with Jesse James at tight end. I think Jesse James might have a good week this week just because um, Heath Miller had 10 catches in each game that they went against the Bengals last year. So it sounds like just the matchup, it's going to work out for you. Jesse James is a fucking like freak, too. I guess he's like 6'8". Yeah, can I can I tell you why I scooped him and why I started him over Kobe Fleener? Okay. All right. Well, First off, Kobe Fleener got you zero points last week? One and a half, thank you. Oh, okay. All right, but yeah, that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> I definitely panicked a little bit, and I saw Vance McDonald on Monday night. I saw him split targets, essentially, with the other tight ends, so that really shook me there. 
He salvaged his night with a touchdown, but other than that, he would have performed similar to Colby Fleener. So I feel like he's not a good option going forward. I saw Jesse James' performance. I saw the entire Pittsburgh offense that Monday night game. And that is a high-octane offense, John Bright. I know they're going against a defense is probably not very good. But, you know, I have a feeling that Jesse James is going to be a part of that offense going forward because their wide receiver two position is not really locked in. You know, is it Marcus Wheaton? Is it Eli Rogers? Is it Sammy Coates? They were kind of... DHB. Yeah, they were kind of rotating yeah. everyone in there. Yeah. And let's let's be honest, Jesse James, he is the prototypical pass-catching tight end. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 6'8", he can box out. It's only his second year in the league, so he's primed for a breakout, uh, got over his rookie season, and no one in the depth chart is challenging him. He's not splitting time with any other tight ends. Well, what happened to Vance Green or whatever his name Ladarius was? Green? Ladarius Green. Uh, I guess his brain's mush. Yeah. He's got headaches or something. He's on the I just list. don't know if Jesse James is going to be a surefire tight end for the rest of the season. My thinking is is that he's probably got a floor of between 6 and 8 points, ceiling of maybe 13 to 15, which is good enough for my purposes, and I'm hoping that Colby Fleener turns it around. Yeah, Kobe Fleener's still good. People yeah. saying they can't understand the playbook, but I know. But you know, I'm gonna give him a, another few weeks before I panic and try. I've it. always thought that Kobe Fleener is only in the NFL because Andrew Luck wanted him to come play for the Colts. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. So right. who who are you picking this week? Um, you. I already said that. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, John Bryant. <laughs> All right, moving along. Next matchup: El Grande Azul and Cellar Dweller. Now, this is an interesting matchup. We got quarterback versus quarterback. Did you notice that? Yeah, we do. Same game. Derek Carr and Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And I think that actually, you know, I'm going to go against the grain here. and I'm going to actually say that Matt, Bryan, Matt Ryan is the better play. You know. I'll tell you why. I think the, I think the Atlanta secondary is much better than the Oakland secondary with Desmond Trufant. And I could see Derek Carr having to rely on the run game a little bit more than Matt Ryan will. Yeah, I, I'm going to give it to Derek Carr just because, simply because I think it's a tie, but it's a home it's a home game for Oakland. So I'm going to go with Derek Carr, and he's got the weapons. He Ma- does. Crabtree and Cooper are really good. Yeah, but so are Sanu and Julio Jones. Yeah, but Julio Jones, everyone's saying he might be hobbled this week. Oh, they he's every week he's got an ankle injury and every week he's fine. Yeah. He had he just had a full practice on Friday. He's he's fine. Yeah. Um some pretty big wide receiver power here. Uh Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr., two top three um wide receivers. Uh you know, normally I would pick Antonio Brown, but I, I gotta say against that yeah. New Orleans secondary, I gotta pick Odell. I do pick Odell too, but on the other side, he's they've we got Calvin, Calvin Benjamin, Benjamin and Alan Tyler. Hurts. Yeah, I, I got to Calvin Benjamin. On I that think one. Tyler wins the wide receiver battle. Yeah, it's close, but I think it goes to Tyler. Uh, Running backs: Lamar Miller for Schaefer and Eddie Lacy for Tyler. Um, I I think I got to pick Lamar Miller here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Kansas City does have a stout defense, but Minnesota's got a stouter one. Uh, and Eddie Lacy... It's Sunday night, primetime. Aaron Rodgers is going to want to show off. And, I mean, this is going back to our earlier injury report. With a with a hobbled secondary, I think Green Bay is going to look to exploit that, and I think they're going to pass a lot more than they're going to run. 
So, yeah, I got to like Lamar Miller in this matchup a little bit better. And I think Schaefer wins the tight end battle with right. Greg Olson. Greg Olson is hard to compete with. I mean, Travis Kelsey might get you. See, here's the thing. He but he's not, he's never in the game plan. He could get you five points. You know? Travis Kelsey never seems to be in the game plan. It's a real shame because he has all the tools to be a, an elite tight end. Yeah. Now, I think Tyler, his flexes are Larry Fitzgerald and TJ Yeldon. I think two solid flex plays. Schaefer's going with Doug Martin, solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams, who I'm not Rolling sold on. Rolling the dice. Rolling the dice. A little, little premature on the T- Tyrell Williams play. It's got this nice matchup against Jacksonville, though. Yeah, and the, someone they said someone, I can't remember, the someone else is going to be the third receiver. Tyrell Williams, he's going to get time out there, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just I like based it. upon I mean, it's better than Tavon Austin, but although I I guess say when it comes to the IDPs, I like Baltimore better than Minnesota. Since when do we talk about IDPs? Or not IDPs, defenses. Defenses, yeah. same thing. Yeah, but you know, um, speaking of IDPs, I think Schaefer's an idiot for starting JJ Watt again. Yeah. I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think he's still hurting on his back injury. Yeah, and you know. I, I got to pick Tyler in this matchup because I think he's got the deeper roster. I think his flex plays are a lot more solid than Mike's. And I see this being really close, and I see it probably coming down to something as stupid as the IDP. And Navarro Bowman is clearly in a better position to get you points than J.J. Watt is. Yep. Uh, I, I'm playing Baltimore D in all my DFSs this week because they're super cheap and they're going against the Browns. In my notes here, I have I picked Tyler, but it's super close. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. Yep. Uh, wow, so we're, we're on the... On, we're on a roll again, John Bryant, picking the same people. Are we? Have we? Are we yeah, so trying? far. That's why I made sure to like make my picks before time so I couldn't just like piggyback off here or whatever. I did too. Uh, next matchup, uh, reigning champion going against you, John Bryant. Um, I'm going to tell you who my pick is right off the bat before I even explain it. Uh, I'm picking you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me explain it. Um, I think that this is... Going to be a close one. I think you got some real question marks, including uh, Demarius Thomas and Des Bryant. Yeah. By the way, one thing I did notice, all your skill position players start with a D. Drew Brees, Des Bryant, Doug Baldwin, David Johnson, Delaney Walker, Des, or Demarius Thomas, and DeMarco Murray. There's a method to my madness. There, I would brother. assume so, John Bryant. <laughs> what do you know that we don't? I like double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we're talking like septuple Ds here. I like those two. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you why I got to give it to you. It's because I think that you've got higher ceiling players going. I like Drew Brees against that New York D. I think that's going to be could, a shootout. He could score 50 points again like he did last year. <laughs> I mean, with Drew Brees, he's always going to have to throw it because their defense is so bad. Yep. I mean, they're never going to be, be in a position where they're going to be able to run out the clock. Because, you know, they're never going to know when someone's going to be able to trap their offense out on the field and score, you know, a touchdown in, in 45 seconds. And I think David Johnson against that Tampa, B, Tampa Bay defense, uh, it's going to be a good play. I just think you've got two higher ceiling guys going against Shane. Uh, Shane's got a good team, but I'm really worried about Michael Floyd. I'm worried about Todd Gurley. Uh, I'm worried about Phillip Rivers without uh, Keenan Allen. So I... I'm picking you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick me too. Um, I, it's good. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Shane was able to compensate for his wide receiver one going down nicely with being able to put in Julian Edelman. Yeah, and I think Quincy Anunua is going to do some good things for him going forward. If he's not injured, it sounds like he's got a rib injury. Yeah. But um, he's got he's got a long week to recover. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that uh, the Chicago Bears shut down Ryan Matthews. 
Um, you know, we've got a, a, a new front seven. It's revamped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still gelling. But, you know, I'm going to stick with my bold prediction, which is that the Chicago Bears defense finishes as a top 10 defense. Bold. All right, so we're picking me. Yep. Next matchup, uh, Boobinay versus Mikey. Bourbonic Plague and Shooter McLennan. Uh, John Bryan, I think this is going to be the closest matchup of the week. Really? Yeah. But I'm going to have to go with Mikey. Uh, and the reason is is that he's got a better team name. So the fantasy gods are going to give him that little you know extra bit. They're going to put their thumb on the scales there. Uh, he's not a racist, so he's got that going for him. And I just think he's got the better matchups. I like my... I, I fucking hate this, but I got to pick Boobinay this week. Really? Yeah. Okay, I so really we're splitting. Do. All right. It's just Matt Stafford... Uh, I like that He's, play against Tennessee. I do like that play, too. Sorry, Mike has changed a lot of his stuff from since I took my notes. But he's going with Matt Stafford and uh, Marvin Jones. That's it's a little gonna risky. It's going to be boom or bust. It's going to be boom or bust. But the, I think that <coughs> boom is there. I think Bill Belichick knows where the Miami butters the bread, and it's Jarvis Landry. And he's going to know that all he has to do is shut that guy down and try to let Tannehill and uh, Arian Foster yeah. beat him. That is so, classic Belichick. Take yeah. away what your opponent does best. Yeah, so I don't see Jarvis Landry having a 17-point game like it says. Finally, Mikey pulls the trigger on Langford. This is probably a good week to do it. He's going against not the best defense in the world. That's true. But you know what? On the other side, I don't know how I feel about Tyler Lockett. I mean, Russell Wilson was looking for Doug Baldwin. I mean, how many times was Russell Wilson scrambling around and he didn't look at Tyler Lockett? He looked at Doug Baldwin. I think Tyler Lockett might not be as great as everyone thinks he's going to be. Why are you talking about Tyler Lockett? Over there on Boobinay's oh, side. Oh, sorry. I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't got So I think that Tyler Lockett and Jarvis Landry both have the same downsides to them. You know what? I'm changing my pick. Mikey's made too many roster moves since I last looked at it. I'm going with Mikey, too. I'm sorry, Mike. I shouldn't have ever doubted you. This but is, I don't yeah, know. Clearly, Mike. When I, when I look at the bottom of Mikey's roster, I think Spencer Ware is a great play. Uh, Willie Sneed clearly has a high ceiling. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to get you 32 points again, Mikey. But no. you know what? I think he's good for double digits. Yeah. And, um, you know... The tight end is really the only place I see Boobinay really having the clear advantage. Jordan Reed, clearly better than Antonio Gates. Uh, I don't think Antonio Gates is necessarily bad. I also, you know, Keenan Allen's gone. Those targets are going to go They're to gonna somebody. They're going to go somewhere. And Keenan Allen and Antonio Gates were the two guys that Rivers really trusted, and, appara- and Danny Woodhead. And you can't give it to Danny Woodhead every play. That's true. I think it's funny. Phillip Rivers' best two targets aren't, aren't wide receivers. It is. They're, they're yeah. Antonio Gates and Danny Woodhead. So I, I kind of like that. Plus, season long, I totally see the Chargers just sucking. Yeah. And then just being like, well, fuck it. We're just going to try to get Antonio Gates in the Hall of Fame and pass it to him. Maybe not this week, you know, but once they're mathematically eliminated come week three. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's going to be the Antonio Gates show in San Diego. Yeah, and looking at Bubinay's flex spots, Carlos Hyde, I think he's going to get the touches, but the Carolina defense, I think, is a lot is a different beast than the LA Rams defense. Definitely. Yeah. And the the big difference, too, is that, you know, on Monday night, the 49ers were playing with the lead the entire game. They had the luxury of getting their run game going and keeping it going and then grinding out the clock. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that with the Carolina offense on the other side. Bubinay, Jerry Jones himself... 
said that they were going to get Alfred Morris involved this week. That's true. It's a revenge game. He's going up against his own opponents. Zeke Elliott's good, but uh, Alfred Morris is really good too. And um, Alfred Morris showed last weekend that he's the better back, yeah. at least for right now, than Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's hard decision because he's got both of them on his team, but I'd probably play Alfred Morris over Carlos Hyde, maybe even Victor yeah. Cruz. Victor Cruz, I am I think he's going to get a touchdown. I think you got to play Victor Cruz. Yeah. Against that New Orleans D. But it's just, it's there's too much up in the air. I think I mean, if you want to beat Mikey, you gotta play your high ceiling guys. And I just—that's the thing—is I don't think Victor Cruz is a high ceiling guy. I, I think he's. Uh, I think Boobinay should switch out Alfred Morris for Ezekiel Elliott, and I think he should probably switch out Jameis Winston for Blake Bortles. Yeah, I definitely switch. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I would. I'd stand pat with Victor Cruz. I'd. I'd take the gamble there, Boobinay. All right. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, who else would he put in there? Matt Jones, Justin Forsett, Vincent Jackson, John you, Brown? You think Victor Cruz is going to get 14 points this week? Mm. I think he's going to get double digits. Okay. All right, let's, we're, I'm, I'm picking Mikey. I'm back on, I'm back on yeah. Mikey. And also, fuck you, Boobinay, for picking the Philadelphia D. I hope you have to eat crow with that pick. Although Mikey can't feel good about the New York D putting up two and stop And stop stealing my jokes, Boobinay. Yeah, asshole, racist. Put that shit on the message board. All right, so we both go with Mikey. Yep. Next matchup, we are looking at Carter versus Uri. Uh, Uri having a rough week one. Carter having a great week one. Yeah, I think Uri's probably shaking his boots just a little bit. Yeah, and Uri's got a lot of question marks. He's got question marks at running back with Adrian Peterson. You know, Adrian Peterson did the same thing last year. And you know what? Here's the thing about AP, at least last year, and it looks like he's on the same track this year. He finished as a top top as like a top five running back overall. He had like fourteen hundred yards, but you know what? He had like six games where he finished with single digit points, and then he had you know ten games where he had over single digit points, double digit points. So he is real boomer bust, really inconsistent, and I think he showed you his floor boobinate, and I think with someone like that. You can never play him with confidence. You can never expect him to have a good game. You always got to be worried about that three, four, five, six-point game. And with Russell Wilson, boy, I mean, yeah, I, he's still good. I think you got to play him, but you can't start him with confidence. He could. They could get a 28-point 20, lead, and then he could sit on the bench. Yeah. Thomas Rawls could score twice. They could have some like a crazy defensive uh, touchdown, and then they could just sit down. And I think you called it. While he's still got his ankle a little gimpy, I think they're going to rely on their running game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, I love Boobinay's team. I like Brandon Cooks, especially against that New York D. I think Jeremy Macklin's probably Boobinay's a solid team. play. Uh, you mean sorry, Uri's, Uri's team. team. Thank you. I think Gary Barnage, still not a good play, but better with Josh McCown in there. And I like Travis Benjamin, especially with Keenan Allen out. And the Garrett Blunt, um, you know, always a solid flex play. Yeah, Carter, you've got some problems on your team. Uh, first one, you got to figure out a way to get Latavius Murray and Deshaun Jackson in your lineup. Deshaun Jackson, he lit up the Cowboys last year in both games. Uh, Do you substitute Latavius Murray for Michael Crabtree? Because I'm yeah. looking at Carter's yeah. team. And yes. he's got a solid team. I know we, we said he had the worst team, and he probably will once D'Angelo Williams is out of his lineup. Yeah. But, God, Danny Woodhead, I think he's going to be a PPR machine again, especially with Keenan Allen out. And I sit Crabtree, and I put in either Sean Jackson or Latavius Murray because Crabtree, 
he might get, you know, five and a touchdown, but both of those guys have high, high ceilings. And Latavius Murray has a much higher floor there. You know what I do this week? If I were Carter, I sit Randall Cobb. Really? Yeah. I would not sit Randall Cobb. I, I, I don't like Randall Cobb this year. I think. Uh, Why don't you like him? Dude, well, Devontae Adams got the touchdown last week. Mm hmm. He Devontae Stone Adams, Adams. Do you remember James Jones last year getting a touchdown like every week in a row for like six weeks? Oh yeah, I do. It's He's on my De- team. It's gonna be Devontae Adams this year. He's that three so? wide receiver that just doesn't get the coverage in the red zone, and that's where it's gonna go. I wouldn't be so quick to throw in the towel on Randall Cobb. I'm I, I still have that here. Do you think Randall Cobb gets a touchdown this week? No. I think he does. Okay, burrito bet. Burrito bet. Randall Cobb gets a touchdown. All right. right. He could have 30 points, but no touchdown, and I still win, right? You still win, yeah. Okay. Receiving touchdown, not like some weird, like, I don't know if he returns punts or some shit. No, he doesn't. He he sometimes will do the jet sweep, but I don't think they're going to, like I said, I think it's going to be a pass-heavy game. So I I start Randall Cobb if I'm Carter. Um. And who look who he is. He's got Devontae Adams. You know, Carter, I, I take it back. I don't think you have the worst team in the league. I think that's Matt Brown. Yep. It's clearly Matt Brown. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I got to pick Carter this week. You know, he's got the defensive matchup. I don't know, dude. I like that Seattle defense against that LA Rams. <laughs> yeah. Don't like Jason Witten this week. I'm the biggest Cowboys fan there is, but I, I think Jason Witten's probably still tired from all the catches he had last week. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd look somewhere else at tight end. Uh, I don't know. I, I would start Jason Witten. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I think Dak Prescott's going to be a little more uh, aggressive with his throws this week. Yeah, maybe. Either way, I think we both pick Carter. Uh, yeah, I pick Carter too. All right, last matchup. Jay Diddy's All-Stars versus the Slack-Jawed Yokels. Uh, boy, and these are, and this is the matchup that's already had the Thursday night game go. Brennan riding Matt Forte to 30 points and then getting dragged down by Sammy Watkins with five. Um, so if I'm Jared, I'm not too scared. Yeah, Matt Forte had a great game, but Sammy Watkins had a shit game. So I think it kind of evens out. I think he got hurt between the two of them as much as he was going to get hurt. Yeah. And then Brandon Marshall had a great game, and most importantly, is not out for the season. So you yeah. got to feel good there, Jay Diddy. So, let's look, looking at this, um, you know, do you think Brandon knows that T.Y. Hilton was limited in practice all week? I wouldn't start him against Denver. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I. I, I think D- T.Y. Hilton's already slowly being overshadowed by Dante Moncrief. Yeah, and with the gimpiness of T.Y., uh, I'd look. Brandon, you got to get Will Fuller in your lineup. Well, yeah. That's the that's the answer right there. I think he's got to get Will Fuller in there. I think he's got to get Isaiah Crowell in there too. Yep, both of those. So I would I would potentially bench Pierre Garcon. <laughs> potentially, I know it's gonna sound crazy, <laughs> but, but bench, bench Pierre, Pierre Garcon and T. Y. Hilton. Now I know you've got DeAndre Hopkins and running two receivers on the same team isn't usually the greatest idea, Brennan. But you got to get Will Fuller into your lineup. You just got to. Yeah, I mean he's, he's the best player there. Well, and he, he's fast. I was watching a video breakdown of him. He's so fast, and he runs a good route tree. And with DeAndre Hopkins always pulling the safety over to him, he's in single coverage more often than not. And he can beat zone coverage, and he can beat man coverage. So, And Brock Osweiler has already showed that, like, look, if you're in single coverage, I'm going to look your way. I'm going to give you that target. 
So, Brendan, I think you got to get him into your lineup. Yeah. And for that reason, and the fact that Diddy has potentially no tight end. <laughs> yeah, I really don't like Wolford this week. Uh, I got I got to pick Brennan. Yeah, well, uh, Diddy, Diddy's rolling with Theo Riddick and Golden Tate. Don't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's time to put in uh, Coleman? Corey Coleman? No, Travis Coleman. Tra- Trayvon Coleman, whatever the fuck his name is. Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Um, I think it might be. I mean, I I I look at well, I would say Jeremy Curley because he was getting looks, but he's going against Carolina. Yeah, I don't know if I'm if I'm Diddy. I've I've got a lot of problems with my, with my lineup, with my roster in general. Uh, you know, Arian Foster is going to break down eventually, Jared. <laughs> You're going to need yeah. someone to put in there. Yeah. Uh, you know the the lone bright spot on his. On his roster is, I think, Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's going to have himself a game. Yeah, I think Cam's going to eat But you know what? Week. So is Eli so Manning. Is Eli. Yeah. Going against that New Orleans D. Brennan, this might be the first time in history, but we're picking you. Yep. <laughs> Brennan, I think you got the matchups in your favor. If you just tweak your roster a little bit, yeah. I think you can get yourself get a Get Garcon good win. out of there and get T.Y. Hilton out of there. Yeah. Um, the and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy, um, hopefully you can turn it around this year like you did last year, but boy, howdy, looking at your bench, I'm real worried. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. well, I mean, it'd look a lot different with Gronkowski in there, but... It would, it would. But so. you're not going to have him this week, Diddy. Nope. Mm-mm. Gronkowski refuses to catch catches from anybody but Tom Brady. <laughs> it's a power play on Gronk's part. <laughs> All right, John Bryant, I think we lined up on all of our picks again. Damn it. I mean, we just when you know what you're talking about, you know what you're talking about. When you're good, you're good. I, we're not playing against each other now. We're now we're playing against the six for six. Yeah. All right. So, Kill Crew, do not disappoint us. Yeah. All right, stick to the script. <laughs> do exactly all the things that we said. All right. Well, John Bryant, another one in the books. Another one in the books. i got to remind everybody, if you have any fantasy questions... Winterfellstudios at gmail.com. We will answer them on the air. We do have one email. And it was a shitty email. You know who you are. Email. Uh, shame on you. We're not asking for segment ideas or soundboard ideas, Mikey. Yeah. We're asking for fantasy questions. Yeah. We want to share our knowledge. <laughs> All right, Kill Crew. See you on the gridiron. On my worst behavior. No. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all! And Lynn, the Jazzman Thunder. No business bond, insecure junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. 